I'm Jess. I'm Dee. And we're The The Social Social Girls, Girls, a podcast for women who appreciate real life talk and F-bombs. Hi, Jess. Hi, Dee. How are you? Oh, God. (laughs) I hate when you ask me that. She says she doesn't like when I ask how she is or how's it going because she has nothing new to say. No, it's the same thing. Good. (laughs) Life is the same. Although I am living with my parents now and we're in limbo until we get our house on the August 14th possession date. Honestly, how is it going? She's silent. (laughs) For those that can't see the face no, she made, we'll it's just... not that bad. I'm sure it's probably a bigger change for my parents because they're not used to having loud children running around screaming, and it's I'm sure it's a lot. And I do feel really bad, so I try to just like make sure the house is clean and dinner's on right. the table, and just kind of keep it to a minimum. I do my best. Do you think you're a '50s housewife? Now I do. <laughs> yeah, doing <laughs> dinner's clean or yeah. dinner's ready. The house is clean. Yes, that's how I feel. I feel really bad, but. It's fine. It's fine. Three more weeks. They're actually going away on a trip uh, the last two weeks that we're there. Um, they've already planned that, so they must already be sick of us after seven days. <laughs> okay, I have to tell you something. Okay. I watched 365 Days In. Oh, <laughs> damn. I've seen it, like, three times now. Okay, so I wrote out all my thoughts oh my while I was watching it because I wanted to tell you. And, okay, for anyone that has not watched 365 Days In on Netflix – pause the podcast go watch it go watch it and then come back to us <laughs> it's like 50 shades of gray only no storyline yeah and it's way steamier way steamier and it's european so that'll give a lot away yeah yes yep. yeah okay so my thoughts during 365 days in laura isn't really likable not her at first. personality not at all. not great no you're right she's mean Yeah, okay. Um, Massimo finishes really, really fast when he's getting (laughs) blowjobs. Like on the plane? On the plane. And then when that seductress girl comes in, too, he finishes really fast. Yes, he does. Um, I think the shooting in the club was too far. He owns the club. So why couldn't he just ask that guy to leave? I also thought it was, like, a weird part of the story. Yeah, that was a weird part. Um, No one ever addressed how creepy the giant portraits are of her. That was never addressed. Um, I, I write here is Laura on birth control, but we find out later she's mm-hmm. obviously not. Um, oh, Olga and Lauren. That's a sex scene I would have liked to see. <laughs> I love that you wrote that, your notes down. Yes. Okay. So, oh, suddenly she's dragging him shopping and it's just like pretty woman. Yeah. Like he suddenly yeah. goes from like mob boss to like house husband that will shop with you. But again, another really weird scene in there it's like because it's a book right yes yes. so it's like they took that book and they only took a little bit of it and just threw it into a movie but these all these random scenes literally because 50 shades wasn't like that it actually went along with the book with the book this doesn't not really um the blonde hair really ages her Yes, I, I have hated to, it. Yes, I thought it was a wig at first, yeah. just for like a risque night out. So and then I was I. like, <gasps> but like also what hairdresser dyes somebody's hair blonde like that? It's in one sitting too. <laughs> one you can sitting. go from dark to that blonde in one sitting. Um, And then I said, Laura has to be dead because if she survives, her roots in the hospital are not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> have you not, have you read the book? No, it's not in English, I thought. Oh, well, I don't know. I, I did... I, I, maybe I don't want to give it away. 
you Googled the second. Of course I did. Okay, I did too. Because I have to. You and I are the same. We have to know what's going on. I know. I did. Um, spoiler alert. Yeah. She survives. <laughs> yeah, she does. But apparently She's she kidnapped. gets. Again. <laughs> like, how many times can one person be kidnapped? And apparently she has a bunch of wild sex with her second abductor. No. Yes. That was on Reddit. Oh, well, so I don't she even falls in love with one. another Are you abductor. Kidding me? No. So apparently that guy, the character, uh, I think his name is Michelle in real life. Okay. Michelle, maybe it's yeah. just, uh, said differently. He, I think, is on TikTok. <gasps> and so every now and then he comes up on my the For You page, but I don't know if it's him or if it's like a, somebody that doing really, an account. But oh. the videos are him talking. So we need to makes, find this. Out. I know. So I was like, uh, okay. He is good looking. He's very good looking. Yeah, he is pretty hot. <laughs> I just had to tell you I watched that. <laughs> Did you watch it with Christian? So we watched it in bed and he fell asleep and he would no, wake he up. Didn't. Yeah, he fell asleep. And he would wake up to the worst parts of and course. be like, What kind of movie is this? What are you watching? Like he just made fun of it and then told everyone the next day he's like deandra basically just watched porn because yeah. there's no storyline there really isn't no there's not that's everyone that i've seen talk about the movie they're just like oh the boat scene was the best part i was like yes. it went on and on and i on. know another thing i wrote in my notes i didn't read to you is like how is the captain not distracted the captain what happened to the guy that was also on the boat with him after the nightclub Whatever that buddy the story guy. storyline isn't great. Again, I know. I it's know. It's not great. There's no captain manning the ship? No. It's them. Because <laughs> it wasn't even like it just it moved from the bedroom everywhere else. But anyways, if you've seen it, give us your opinion on this. Yes. Can you share with us what you think of this? Because it's like trash, but you can't stop yeah. watching. Like good, hot trash. And if you haven't watched it, turn this off right now. Go watch it. Then leave us a comment on the Social Girls podcast and let us know what you think. Want, want to know something? Yeah. My vibrator battery died. <laughs> <laughs> like while your husband was laying next to you sleeping? Yeah, and I, oh my I God. woke him. I was like, want to bang? And he was like, no, I'm oh! asleep. <laughs> oh my God. Of course. Okay. So that's how I wanted to start this episode. <laughs> We wanted to start it with a bang, some steamy <laughs> steaminess. We do. What are we calling this episode, Jess? Oh, I don't know. What did I say it was? Parenting. Not even parenting. It's like things we did as kids or teenagers. I don't even want to say necessarily as kids, but even teenagers, young adults that our parents never knew about. Or they found out later in life because now it's like memories start popping up on my Facebook and I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. Ha ha ha. Right. And then my poor mom's like, oh, my God. Okay, let's okay, let's get into it. Tell me about the billboard. Oh, yes. Okay, so earlier today on our um, Instagram stories, I did mention, I think I was about 18 or 19, and I was working at The Ranch. Shout the out The Ranch! <laughs> that no longer exists, but the first time around. And I was, they had, like, this dance group called The Whiskey Chicks. And they had all these outfits as... I put in my story, the outfit on the billboard. It's barely clothes. Yeah, it's pretty much like <laughs> assless chaps, but they made you wear like these short shorts underneath. Anyways, and I was part of this group and there was a photo shoot. I was in the photo shoot and then I had quit. I was actually no longer working there. And then, so I actually didn't know that I was going to be on a billboard. 
Then somebody, one of my family members, I'm pretty sure it could have been my uncle or somebody, they saw the billboard and recognized my face and texted or called my parents and was like, what the hell? (laughs) Oh my God. And I remember my dad calling me and he's like, are you up on a billboard? I was like, what? No. And he's like, are you sure? Because I'm looking at it right now. And I was like, oh no. So sure enough, I went and looked and yeah. They were all over the city. How long did it stay up? Oh, I don't boards? even know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I'm sure a couple months. And I was like, holy fuck. Oh, my God. That's actually really funny. Yeah. And then he's like, you better call them and get that taken down. I'm like, but I don't really have control of that because I had the photo shoot so they could you utilize You obviously signed something. For or sure. I must them you. Yeah. That, you oh, yeah. It. It's okay. You can use it for a promotional um, stuff. So now every year it just comes up on my, on my memories. And that was like, <laughs> I'm 32. So that was a long time ago. <laughs> oh my God. It's a I great memory. I don't think I have any stories. I asked my mom, I said, tell me something I did that was bad when I was a teenager. And she goes, you were never bad. You just had a really bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it like that. You don't No, Come on. Cause Katie did say on there, she said, Deandra, what about the house parties we had and your mom didn't know about? Okay, so I my mom worked weekends. So Friday and Saturday night, she would work till like 9. And then she would usually go out with her friends, like when I was a teenager. Yeah. And we did have a, at least a dozen times. What? <laughs> we would have... They weren't parties, though. They were get-togethers. Okay. Which, yes. How many people, though? I think it was always like under 12. Like okay. I was like... But we would have, we'd wait. They would wait at the 7-Eleven across the street from my house. And then I would text when my mom was gone. They would come over. And then around midnight, I would kick everyone out because I knew she must be getting home soon. And we would just, yeah. Oh, you were living on the edge. Living on the edge. I could never do yeah. that because I'd be so afraid and paranoid the whole time that my parents would just show up. You know what? I don't know why I wasn't. Like, I think about that now and I, I don't know why. We had a New Year's party once and my one of my best friends was dating this guy and he had a fake tooth i know this is from hockey like he had it was like a retainer that kept the tooth in place oh yeah yeah okay and then he got super super drunk oh no and locked himself in my upstairs bathroom and lost his fake tooth. No. Yes. So we're panicking to get him out because if my mom comes home and there's this boy locked in the bathroom. She's going to lose her mind. So we get him out. He can't find his tooth anywhere. And I don't remember if he left without a tooth or if we found it. I really don't. Was it off the retainer part? Did it fall off? No, the whole retainer with the tooth attached was missing and I remember him thinking like it he was throwing up so it came out at some point during the puking but we were just like banging on the door so hard we were like get out get out you have to leave like oh my god it's like Cinderella now we just don't know hey toothless guy if you're out there listening to this yeah did you find your tooth tell us what happened you know who you are (laughs) where's your tooth but like I was going to say, it's like Cinderella, the clock strikes midnight. And you're yeah, like, everyone's got to go. Get out! Yeah. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I don't think as a kid, actually, I know. I never had a party. Not one time. Although my sister reminded me that we did have boys over when my parents left. I don't know where they went. They went somewhere. And then I think to myself, what parent leaves their 16-year-old children home alone? 
They must have really needed they must a have break. Either needed a break or really trusted us. But I, she reminded me of the story where we had a bunch of, bo- well, a few boys over. And my best friend and one of the guys like made out in the rain because they always wanted to do that. But nobody slept over. Oh, wow. They went home <laughs> and that was that. And then she, yeah, this past weekend at camping, she uh, reminded me of that story. And I was like, I don't remember any of this. Oh my God. That's crazy. But yeah. I feel like it's crazy that you don't remember it. It's not crazy that you did that because if you're home alone and you're a teenager, what else are you going to do? And I was do? a 16 year old teenage girl with a boyfriend with like my first boyfriend. So what else are you going to do? Right. I mean, nothing happened like that. Like not that I would remember clearly, <laughs> but they didn't stay over. So they obviously left. We obviously kicked them out or didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. Another crazy story. And I think this is what got us on the topic of this because I had like two memories in a row. I had the ranch one being on the billboard. And then at one point I was living with my parents. This is like my second time, (laughs) but I was 24, 20 maybe. And me and Peyton were living there and they went away. But like the deal was I could live there for free and start paying off debt. And that's what my money had to go towards, which obviously makes sense. That's what they wanted for me. And I was wild at that time. I was living it up, flying to and from Toronto and hanging out with boys and a girl that didn't have kids or responsibilities. Like it was a wild year of my life. (laughs) So I, they had planned a trip somewhere. They were leaving. So I had planned my own trip without telling them. And I flew to Toronto and partied it up for six days. Oh, my God. And they never knew until that memory popped up, like, a couple months ago. And I, like, posted it on my feed. And I said, oh, funny story. I flew out of here. I I was gone. And they didn't even know. And I remember she texted me or Facebooked at the time. And when you Facebook messaged at the time, your location would show where you were. So she would group message me and everyone else and I wouldn't respond back because I didn't want her to know where I was. Yeah. (laughs) And all you see in the message is like, where's Jess? Has anyone heard from Jess? Jess is literally living her best life. I was. Yeah, I was. Can we share the secret that you were seeing an NHL player at the time? (laughs) Uh, Chasing went around for a year. Yeah. Okay. I mean, whatever. He's not going to listen to this podcast. Everyone's going to be like, who was it? We can't say. (laughs) I I, I hooked up with an NHL player. He was an oiler. I can't say either. Yeah, I know. We'll see when the mic goes off. (laughs) (laughs) I think I know because I think we had this discussion before. We did, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Even for years afterwards, he chased me even when I was pregnant. I remember that. Yeah, he was pretty like hardcore about it. Some guys, though, are really into pregnant girls. He said that. He's like, oh, I've never been with a pregnant girl before. And I was like, dude, I'm engaged and I'm pregnant with someone else's baby who I'm with, you weirdo. That would be weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be crazy to get into some of those stories because that was like a wild year for me. Tell us. Go ahead. (laughs) that's what this podcast is about (laughs) just random (laughs) random anything no because I was married really young at 19 and had a baby really young and then that didn't work out and then I was in a two-year um emotionally abusive relationship with somebody who was controlling my life pretty much and when I got out of that I just went crazy for you were like free I was and it was probably the best year of my life until I was like hey 
I need to stop because, again, I still had a daughter. And then, um, yeah, I met Colt. And here we are. <laughs> and here we are, seven years later. God, that's crazy. I actually forgot how wild you were. I, I knew, was. but I really forgot. Yeah. I flew to Toronto probably every couple months. And okay, I flew was, to Boston once, too. Did he pay hint, for hint. your flights? Not the flights, but the hotel that we stayed in in Boston. Yes, we stayed in his suite. And it was like, oh, on the TVs and stuff, it said, like, Mrs. Beep, beep, like his name. It was so funny. And if we ordered anything, that's how it would come. They would knock on the door and say, like, yeah. Because I always went with a friend. Right. And so she stayed with me. And then he got a different suite. It's not like we didn't stay together. But. Okay, wait. Where was the friend when you guys were like? Um, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Funniest thing. Because I don't remember, right? All We were just partying, having fun. And then whatever. One thing led to another. And then in the morning, I wake up and I was like, where's my phone? Where's my friend? She's not in the suite. We obviously stayed in the same hotel. Right. And so I think I had used his phone to call my phone to find out where it was. And she had it in our room. (laughs) She goes, she's like whispering. I was like, where are you? Like, what is going on? She's like, I'm in our hotel room and uh, some dude is sleeping next to me. (laughs) not random but like one of his friends I was like oh did something happen she's like absolutely not but he followed me back here and he's like oh my god next to no. me yeah if I oh, could even oh like god. talk about all that stuff it would be crazy like it was a crazy time in my life but no regrets it was so fun okay final question on the hockey player yes Scale of 1 to 10 how oh, good god. was he in bed should I even answer this if my husband listens to this Okay, you can tell me when the mic's off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll share my story of how I met the NHL player. We were at Hudson's on White Ave. Mm-hmm. So typical. If, yeah, classic. So if you've ever been there, to get to the bathroom, you have to go down a quite a deep or steep set of stairs. Which I don't understand. No. With a bunch of drunk people. That is the worst setup. I can't think of anything worse. No, it's terrible. It's the worst setup. So you have to go down like a big flight of stairs to get to the washrooms. And of course, my friend Katie, actually the one we mentioned, and I went out. And we, for some reason, I was going down to the washroom by myself and I fell down the entire set of stairs. Oh my God. See? Yep. That's what I'm saying. Rolled down them. But of course I was in heels that were way too high and like <laughs> I wasn't whatever. I rolled down them and he was at the bottom. And he picked you up. And he was picked oh, me up. like a fairy oh. tale. <laughs> and then he brought me back to his table after I had probably checked in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> he brought me back to his table and it was like him and a posse of guys, which I'm sure you remember, like they oh, yeah. travel oh, in they, packs. Yes, they do. Which mm-hmm. is interesting. I've uh, Yeah, they travel in packs. And um, they're all drinking and, like, the waitress is there literally the whole time getting them whatever they want. Yep. And then he goes, you don't know who I am. And I'm like, no. Yeah. I just know you're some guy buying me drinks. That's <laughs> all I care about. And he was like, I'm an oiler. Oh, my. No, and I was didn't. like, 100%. And oh, I was like, wow. who? Cause, and then he told me his name. And I was like, really? And he was like, you actually didn't know who I was? Yeah. I was like, no. Yeah, I feel like they get shocked because that's a very similar... I don't watch hockey. I'm not... That wasn't a thing that crossed my mind. My friend at the time had moved away from Edmonton to Toronto. 
And I flew out there like an August long weekend. And we were heading to a bar, like walking down the road. And all of a sudden, these three guys in a cab start yelling out the window. They're like, YOLO, when it was like cool at the time. And I was like, what the hell? And she's like, let's just go. Let's just go have fun. Like go with them. And I was th- thought, okay, this is a little sketchy, but whatever. Let's do it. Get in there. And we're her and I are sitting in the front seat. And she starts saying like his name. And I was like, who? Like, you know this guy? Cool. Like I thought, oh my God, you just moved from Edmonton, to Toronto, and you already know somebody? That's what are the chances? Yeah. And he goes, oh, great. Like, you do know who I am. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And then she says it and then tells me. And I thought, oh, well, I don't know because I don't watch it. Then the rest is history. He didn't like her after that. He didn't? No, he does not. He did, He was not one to, he did not like when people actually knew who he was. And he is pro- a very popular hockey player. Okay. So they do, girls do know who he is. And then you get girls that just want to yes. go after him because of that. Yeah. I get it. For who he is. And that's exactly like, and he didn't like that. They fought. They fought each other a lot. Like, yeah. That's horrible. Not like fought, obviously, physically. No, but I know, argued. but that they didn't would, get along. Yeah, he'd be annoyed with her because he'd be like, oh my gosh, he felt like she was always taking me away from situations with him and he would he didn't like that right yeah so would you would you say you guys were exclusive no absolutely not he's a hockey player he's probably got a girl in every single city that he goes to that he tries to hit up true so no definitely not the hockey player that i was talking about was engaged and his wife was pregnant at the time shut up yeah i i obviously didn't know because like i would never and i didn't even know who he was i had no idea it wasn't until like years later that I was talking to someone who was a huge hockey fan and was like, you know, his wife was here. Oh my God. And he, yeah. And I was like, what? And then they were like on their phone Googling and we pinpointed the dates and they were. This is why we Google everybody. I know. Right. (laughs) Like seriously, but yeah, you are right. Hockey players. Not all of them. Lots of them. (laughs) Uh, I feel like the majority of them. Yeah. I don't really know. If you ever dated an athlete, can you let us know? Can you hit us up? Tell us back to our regularly scheduled scheduled program program. (laughs) we got a little bit off topic although it made sense because i did fly out to toronto to go see a hockey player so (laughs) it definitely made sense yeah um okay but you mentioned that you're you were married the first time which i knew obviously but i didn't know did you guys elope yeah we did i was living at home at the time i was 19 we were dating and i think after like three months of us dating, he asked me to marry him. And how old was he? Uh, I think he was 20, 21. He's a couple years older than me. So you were both really young. We were both really young. We met at the ranch. Of course you did. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that makes sense. The billboard. Yeah. Yep. Um, and when we got engaged, his parents did not like it. And his dad called my dad and was like, we have to stop this. He offered money to stop to stop it from happening, like us getting married or anything. It was like super weird. That probably only made you want to get married more. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of a deeper backstory to like, I think why it happened so fast, which I can talk about off 
the podcast or at a later date. If you can hear that, that's my dog leaving. <laughs> he was just sitting in the chair cuddling Jess, but he's he's leaving now. We can't say no to him. I know. Big boy Oaks. We will post a picture of him and Jess. It was really cute. Oh, he's so sexy. <laughs> he is. He's the best. Anyways. <laughs> um, And yeah, we basically found this person. We went to their house. They had witnesses. We got married. And I still lived at home. Didn't tell my parents. So you're legally married. I was legally married. We are both living at home with our parents. And then my mom but you're noticed. Married. Yeah. And then my mom <laughs> noticed we had rings on. It wasn't very long. She found out right away. Like parents intuition. They know. They know when something's up. Yeah. So, yep. And then she was like, listen, if you're going to, if you're going to get married and you want to live like an adult, then you're going to leave my house. Which is a hundred percent fair. You yeah. want to make grown up decisions? Yeah. Then get out. You're yeah. grown up. And that was the end of that. So now we have a daughter and we're not married. But <laughs> anyways, uh, now it's your turn to share a story. Um, you know what? When I was 16, I had my learners at the time. Mm-hmm. My dad drove me to a party, which was out on like an acreage. I feel like the majority of them are when you live the in Shard Park. The best ones are. Yep. I've been to a few. Yeah. So he drove yeah. me to a party out on an acreage and... They knew I was going to a party, but they didn't know, obviously, that, like, we'd all be drinking. What? I know. I think they thought there'll be some drinking, but, like, his parents were home and stuff. Oh. It was just, like, they just let us all party in the basement. Because mm. I was 16, but I was young, so all my friends were 17. Like, you're only a year away. Their parents were like, well, yeah. Yeah. So, it was a toga party, actually. Uh- <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. But, um... My dad said, okay, I'm going to pick you up at 1 a.m. And you can drive home, like, practice driving in the dark. Oh, my God. So I was <laughs> like, yeah, great. So he drops me off. I think it was probably, like, 7 or 8 he dropped me off. And um, he gets a call at 10. And they were like, are you Marty, Deandra's dad? And he's like, yeah. Oh, no. And it was blackout. Oh. That puked the whole night. No. The whole Two or three hours I was there. Oh, my God. And then he came and got me and was like, guess you're not driving. Oh, classic Deandra passing out before midnight. (laughs) That's like one of my, I've been doing it forever. Yeah. Um, I was in big trouble. Were you drinking champagne? I'm sure we couldn't afford champagne. (laughs) (laughs) But when on my husband's 25th birthday, he just turned 30. So that's five years ago. Um, we, I got a limo and we did a surprise party and we got champagne for the limo and they had to send me home from the bar at nine 30 yeah. because I, you were like, I need to go home. And I was like, what? Seriously? You're like, yep. I'm pretty sure you drank almost that whole bottle of champagne. And I said to you, I'm like, Dander, you should slow down. Like stop drinking the champs. Nope. You downed it. And I got home. I puked all over my front lawn, projectiles. <laughs> and then I went to bed with the front door open, yeah. wide open. Yep. And lucky your dogs didn't escape. I know, because they were locked in yeah. the room with me. Because we then all left later, and Christian told us that. You left the door wide open. <laughs> Luckily, no one even came into your house. I know. Oh, my God. You're, I know. You are wild. <laughs> like, your partying stories, even talking about you, like, falling down the stairs. Like, to me, I'm like, yeah, I could see that. I could see that happening. I fell at your wedding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My second wedding. <laughs> yeah. I went. Yeah. Her second wedding. I like big butts came on and I felt like it was my moment to shine. Oh my and I God. got up to dance 
and I just fell. <laughs> I I think I'm like a really sloppy drunk. Now I'm like looking back. I always thought I had it together, but like the best part about that though was that you had walked back from the bathroom and everyone was still seated at their tables. So I was the only so person you, standing. You were walking back from the bathroom <laughs> to your table and you're like, this song came on, you started dancing and you just <laughs> I just fell. You just like, fell, but you you caught yourself still. But I remember that it. was a really I don't get embarrassed, but that I did. Did you? Oh my god! I was, it was embarrassed, epic. but also really drunk, so I yeah. didn't care that much. That was but so funny. I don't know if I told you this. We went to a wedding in the summer. Just speaking of me having to go home early, <sighs> and it was Christian's aunt's wedding in Calgary. Yeah, and um, there were like lawn games outside and everything, and no one could find me at like oh, nine god. o'clock. No, and then in the middle of the field, I was sleeping. <laughs> I just, I just had a nap. What? Yeah, and then I got up. I ran at Christian's mom and tackled her to the dance floor because I was just, like, so happy. And then I had champagne. Oh, God. Yes. you got to stop drinking that. I have to. And then Christian's stepdad drove me back to the hotel at 9.30. Oh, my God. And I puked outside his truck the whole way. And then this is the best part. You'll love this. We got back to the hotel room. And he was like, okay, I'm going to put you to bed and then we'll check on you like when we drop Christian off a few hours later. I'm like, okay. And he turned around and I was butt naked. And I said, I'm going to take a bath. And he said, he said, no, you're not taking a bath. And I was butt naked. And I was like, no, I love baths. And like anyone that knows me, I do love baths. But I was butt naked. And he was like, you cannot take a bath. Like, you'll Nobody's die. Nobody's watching you. Yeah. And I'm naked. And he's Instead like. of his stepdad. Yeah. And he's trying to, like, wrangle me oh. into the bed. <laughs> and then I start singing him a rap about Christian's dick. <laughs> and I and I know the rap because he has sang it back to me. And it's like, my name's Little D. I like Little C. He has a big PP. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I just I'm forgot crying. that. Yeah. Christian off a few hours later Deborah Christian's mom is like concerned yeah that I'm dead so they get into the room and they're all standing over me watching me sleep and Christian flips the blankets oh. back and I'm still butt naked shriveled up like a raisin underneath the covers it was horrible I couldn't even show my face the next day like this <laughs> can't stop laughing oh my god but yeah. again i could see that happening yeah all of it, especially down to the wrap yeah the wrap the wrap was the icing but me sleeping in the lawn in the middle of people's lawn games i don't know how you do that i just oh my I god know. that is freaking hilarious that was a good story <laughs> i mean obviously everybody knew about that one so i guess it's not Something that happened. I know. I, I can't believe I forgot that. Another time. Okay, this is my last story. I don't have a drinking problem, but they're just coming back to me. I was 18 and I got a vajazzle. No. So I got my vagina, like, glittered. Like, it was like, like, you know those, like, tattoos that you, like, use, like, spray yeah. on almost? Yeah. Well, she did them with glitter, but they'd be right above your badge. Okay. So I got a flower like blooming out of my vagina with pink and yellow glitter. This is a true story. I was dating this guy that worked out of town and I thought like it'll be so cool if he sees my vajazzle. Like <laughs> was it in at that time? Yes. It was something that was well, popular. 
I mean, I like to think it was. Have you ever I've had never. a bedazzle? I haven't. Have you ever done anything funky to your... No. <laughs> well, don't because... <laughs> so then we go out to the bar and we go back to my best friend's parents' house and all her siblings are a lot younger than her. Yeah. Like her, her sister just turned 14 and she's okay. my age, which is almost 28. And we get back to the house and... I get naked again. Like, this oh is my, my class. And I go into her family bathroom, like, in, and I pass out with a vagina. No. No, you and didn't. Her parents no. <laughs> woke up because the hallway light was on. Oh, no. And they're like, D, D. And her dad's like, she has a fucking vajazzle. <laughs> and then they like poking my body. No. And then Did they cover you up? No, listen. So they were like, you have to get up because if the kids see you, like yeah. they have young kids. Yeah. So I got up, I scurried down the hall <laughs> naked and then just got in bed with my friend and she fell asleep on the floor in her puke bag. Oh. Yeah. And her hair was matted with puke. So if you party with Deandra, you can expect <laughs> to see her naked at some point. Yes. hundred percent. Oh my gosh. I, although I have partied with you and I've never experienced that wild Deandra, wild naked Deandra. I, it seems like it happens at the end of the night. Yeah. Like we'll have to go home together and then I'll just be naked. And at some clearly point. we're adults now, so we don't like have sleepovers. I know. Like, <laughs> well, at friends' houses you do, but still. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is so fucking funny. I know, I actually forgot about that. How do you forget those stories? I don't know. It's they because just you didn't back. write them down in your journal. I didn't. I did journal a couple stories that those weren't them. Okay, we should, because um, I know together our kids can be trouble. Tell them. Tell them what our kids did last time. Okay, Not last the time, most no. recent time. No. The one prior. The naked one. Oh. <laughs> well, that's like. Not the lotion one. There's like two stories. No, tell them the naked one okay. first. So we came over here for, I don't know, dinner, I think, and to hang out. Mm -hmm. And it was our chill. Who was it? Kane and Bryn. Kane, Bryn, and Miller, because she told me it was Miller's pee-pee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they were upstairs, and I think they were like jumping off of the dresser onto their beds and being all crazy. Yeah. And then they showed each other their privates. Miller got on the dresser. Yes. Took his pants and underwear off and just yeah. danced with his penis for yeah. your daughters to yep. see. Yeah. Because I remember saying that, talking about it, oh, we're going to see Deandra or something, like, a little while later. And she said, oh, like, with her son that showed me his private? I was <laughs> oh like, oh, God. God, I totally forgot. I yeah. actually forgot. That was bad. And then and then everyone had their pants off at one point. Yes. And we were just like, you guys. Yeah, because then they all started doing it. Like, kids are wild. Kids are weird. This is this is just the beginning, though. And then they're going to start doing crazy things like we did at teenagers and their young, young adult life. And then we're just, it's just going to be karma. It is. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. Even if I, we talk about it now, it's like, oh, well, why do you think you did what you did and didn't feel the need to tell us? As parents, you know, my parents question that. And I'm always like, it's because you guys are too strict. But is it? I know. <laughs> like, hey, why did you not tell them you got married? Because you knew they'd get mad? Um, 
Oh, for sure. Plus, I was still living at home, and I knew that I was dumb. Yeah. I probably shouldn't be doing that. Why did I do half the shit? Even at, you know, 22 living at their house, I'm, like, hiding shit from them. And I'm an adult. And it's just because I think it's, like, the disappointment, and you don't want to listen to them lecture you for doing stupid things, Mm -hmm. which obviously Mm -hmm. makes sense. But at the same time, like, even, like, now I tell my mom everything. Like, I'm not afraid to do it because I'm not going to get in trouble. Yeah. (laughs) Except for now, I'm still living at her house, so... Make good choices. Make good choices. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, what remember okay, so our two my son Kane and Jess's daughter Bryn, they're the same age. Yeah, Kane's a, a little bit a older. A little bit older. Yeah. Yeah. And when they before we had uh, before I had the twins and before Jess had her third, they were upstairs playing again we were all hanging out they were upstairs playing and we were like you know they've been really quiet we should go check (laughs) didn't we send christian up there yeah Yeah. so we sent my husband and they each had a like bottle of cream and they were having cream or shooting the cream across my hallway and at each other weren't they covered in? they were both covered in cream the hallway carpet was covered in cream there was cream Everywhere. everywhere yeah Oh, my God. But that's not the worst thing my kids have done. Oh, no, no. You tell them. You tell the people the worst thing that your children have done. My twins flushed my wedding ring and my engagement ring down the toilet. I still don't have an engagement ring. Yeah. You were devastated. I still am. I actually feel like I grieve it like a yeah. loss. Because you, have you haven't replaced it either. No, because yeah. that ring was so expensive mm-hmm. that we are not financially in a place with three kids that I can afford a 10000 yeah. ring again. Yeah. $10,000 ring and I'm not gonna settle for one just to yeah, have one just to have one I don't even wear mine you don't why don't, don't you I think it's just it's a pain in my ass I could just I don't wear jewelry though like I don't yeah. wear earrings or necklaces or anything like that stuff bothers me and I did for a really long time I always wore my ring and then I still do if we go out anywhere I go like I will put it on but if I'm at home or even right now I'm not wearing it because it just I don't know it bothers me yeah. I, I think even having kids after Bryn and Cadence, like changing their bum or their clothes, it would always get caught. Yeah. Right. And it, or when they were baby babies, and it then would get stuck. I remember when you were, when you were working at your parents, mm. like health dog health. Thing. Yeah. What is it called? The bone and biscuit. You like, know, but what oh. do you always say? Dog health food store. Pet. Yeah. It's like natural pet health. Pet. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, remember you said you couldn't wear your ring because you're yeah. lifting a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want it to get caught on anything. So then I bought like the Kalos. Yes. My yeah. husband has one of yes. those. Yeah. yeah. And I wore those for a while and now I just don't wear anything. I don't know. It just, it gets in my way. It bothers me, but my mom's the same way. My mom actually has not worn a wedding ring in years. I was just going to say, I've never seen Kim wear a never. ring. My, my dad doesn't either. Mm-hmm. Like a long My, time. I don't think a lot of men do. Yeah. She's just like, she just said at, at some point, it's just, it doesn't really matter. It's just a symbol to show that you're married. That's kind of it. Yeah. But I don't know. Teach their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but still, like that would be, I would be devastated if my kids flush my ring. I, I honestly like mourn my I, ring. I'm, yeah. I was so, yeah. so upset. Well, because then there's still like a significance to it there's yes something it behind the, it yes it, yeah. it was more well a it was beautiful yeah it was but b it was also like 
I got married. That yeah. was my fucking engagement ring, my wedding yeah. band. Like there is sentimental. Yeah, there's attachment, attachment to, to that. It. Yeah. So, so I don't, I don't blame you. I would. Oh man, you're probably mad at them forever. I, in case they were two when it happened, I tried not to be resentful because they yeah. don't fully understand, but they mm-hmm. still did something really naughty. Yeah. But they took it out of your ring holder. Yeah. Like they actually had to take it out of your yes. box, right? Yes. And then they flushed it and they flushed and flushed and flushed and flushed. When I called the emergency plumber, he was like, had they flushed once and yeah. then you didn't run any water, I probably could have got it. Ugh. But he was like, because it's flushed, it's probably in the sewer somewhere. Oh no. And they were like, we will excavate your yard and take the pipes out. That was oh, the my other God. option. Yeah. <gasps> that would have costed so much money. I know. Probably like more than your ring to do that. <laughs> I know. I was, I was close though. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You're like, let's do it. Or Christian, so, start digging up the yard. Yeah, like, come on. So if anyone's working in the Edmonton sewage plant, <laughs> you come across an engagement ring it's, and a wedding band. Yeah. They're mine. <laughs> <laughs> Please message us. Yeah. They're mine. I want them back. Like, where does it go? Edmonton Waste Management, I think. Is it actually? I, I honestly don't know. Maybe someone found it. They're really lucky. They have a beautiful ring now. I have oh, no idea. I mean, I would hope not. That'd be terrible. I would hope not. I always like, you know how people put things on the news? They're like, if yeah. you find this or we found this and it'll go back to its home. Yeah. I have a tiny hope in my heart that will happen. Well, manifest it. I am. <laughs> Everyone manifest that shit for me, please. Yeah, it'll happen. This is the part of the show where we get to plug our own Instagram. Oh, yes. So, Jess, remind everyone what our Instagram handle is. Follow us, comment, like, DM us <laughs> at the Social Girls Podcast on Instagram. Or follow us on TikTok, the Social Girls Podcast. That's right. And uh, I've been wanting to plug her Instagram but didn't know how to fit it in. But her book is called Untamed. So I think <laughs> that fits with this week's episode. And that's Glennon Doyle. Yes. She wrote Untamed. It's a kick-ass book. Go follow her Instagram. It is Glennon Doyle. And thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye!